Can I tell a joke? Yes, you can tell a joke, Kika, before we get started. What's the difference between three and two? I don't know. What is the difference between three and two? One. Okay, thank you, Kika. <laughs> that's not a joke, that's just math. <laughs> that's the thing, math is a joke. <laughs> that was exactly the right kind of, uh, in, exactly the right right feeling to get us into this game. So We're keeping yeah, that in, the right? Tone. We're oh, keeping yeah, that in. That's being kept in. That's being kept yeah. in. Good. Yeah, definitely. So. <laughs> I love that no one laughed. <laughs> so. Last time on the hunt for the geyser, uh, our party of toils came together on their hamster ball ship uh, and traveled across the river of bubblegum using Sprite's new AirPods to call flies to the hamster ball and allow them to swim across the river unharmed. There were some complications, however, as the hamster ball ship was thrown into the air, leaving the river, and struck the ground, causing a large crack to appear. The gang's all together now on this ship, back on the other side of the river, and now they stand facing the Desert of White Lines, this desert that's covered in sand that's these huge dunes, massive, but all throughout it there are these white lines, and any time something touches the white line, the sand gets pushed away, the wind is strong there. So, that's where we're cutting back to, and we're going to start off with a little bit of world building. I have a question, and I'd like you all to answer it individually. What is something that you have heard about the Desert of the White Lines? I've heard that the White Lines, when viewed from high enough above, uh, spell out a secret message. Okay. Anyone else? I believe in you. I don't. (laughs) Didn't realize there'd be a pop quiz. (laughs) <laughs> this is just world building. I just want yeah. to see what you guys add. A clarification. Is, is this something our character knows about the Desert of White Lines, or is something that we are contributing as players? Uh, both. Okay. I have heard that there is a lost city of toils in the dunes. Okay. Uh, I've heard that sometimes if the sand moves, it'll uncover geode-like things, like very, like, crystals of various different colors and hues. Right. Which Sprite can't verify because they don't have eyes. But, you know, they think it's cool. You're like Spider-Man Noir. Just, just, you, you know away. it's there. Somewhere within the Desert of White Lines, there are two armies of snakes that fight day in and, and day out. And overnight are rebuilt and revived by some strange unknown creature that revitalizes them just so that they can watch the two armies fight again the next day. Yeah, I'm on board. Fantastic. Now tie all those together, Russ. You got this. (laughs) I mean, let's go. So, you all 
are in the desert, you know that you have to make your way all the way to the City of Lights, where you will find a geyser, hopefully. Uh, one that you will be able to bring home and be able to restore your home. So, what is the plan? You know the general direction of where it is. Um, some of you have gotten damaged over the past excursion with the river. Some of you nearly were sunk in the river or were surrounded by flies in a fly echo chamber, um, which was horrifying in the middle of the river. So yeah, how is everyone reacting to everything that has just happened? I know that Willie and Lady Lees had made it to the other side before the ship did. Oh, I have a note in, on my sheet. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently at some point we picked up a fly that we named Fly Lamina. Yes. That Which is, is currently in the shark mouth. Yes. <laughs> okay. That fly is a part of the swarm now. I don't remember this. We do. Now, I remember now. Um, the the swarm convinced that fly to join the swarm. Mm-hmm. We offer an excellent benefits package. <laughs> oh, now I remember. The moon's got Legos. That was the joke. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay, we're back. It's it's been a month. Okay. It's been like two months. What is time? I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. So, what are the four of you doing? Uh, your ship is partially damaged, specifically the hamster ball on the bottom. Which I believe Sprite is still contained in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How is Sprite reacting to everything that's just happened? Because Sprite was panicking last time. Still is. Valid. Valid. Some things never change. <laughs> Sprite's just in a constant state of... Uh... That's just it. That's just, that's just our brain. So Tina from Bob's Burgers... <laughs> I like the idea that that's actually literally a sound that's happening. Like one of the motors in oh, you. Oh yeah, no, is just, that is entirely what's like uh, genuinely. Just, you can hear very faintly in the hamster ball. Just. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> Willie, what are you doing? Uh, you just watched your friends get launched into the air and saw the ship crack. Slightly. So, so I assume Willie. Is either so I assume actually Lady Lee is like either facing the ship or the 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 desert, and Willie is like just hiding behind Lady Lee's or in front of Lady Lee's facing the desert, and is just like cowering, and they look up to Lady Lee's and they're like, "Uh, Lady Lee's, um, what are we gonna do? Because that that, that I've heard a lot of things about this vi- this um this uh desert and it kind of scares me and I didn't think about it until now and now I'm really scared and uh oh oh I have an idea that could help with that you could go back to not thinking about it until after we've passed through the desert that's a really good idea yeah then we won't be scared while we're we're in the desert and when we get past it we won't have any reason to be scared anymore it's flawless logic. All right, I'm not thinking about it anymore. That's great. I'm doing great now. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Sprite, Sprite, I hear you making that noise. It means you're nervous. You should stop uh, thinking about it. It'll uh, cure everything. Uh, but, but you hear that shouted through the hamster ball, so that's coming through the crack and the only thing that's been protecting you as you've been going through this joyous thing. Okay. 
okay. Yeah, stop thinking. Yeah, stop thinking. Stop thinking. Where do I spot what? Where do you want me to drive? Just tell me to drive, please. Please. Thank you. Would you like us to try to fix this crack in the, the hamster ball? How would we fix it? If we don't think about it, will it go away? Mm. I'm not looking at it. I'm not looking at it. I'm not looking at it. Is it gone? Uh, Willie, I want you to roll me strong arm. Are we going to fix this by not thinking about it? Maybe. We're going to find out. I don't know if that tells a great mental health message to I know, else, that's but- what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a 10, but I have a minus one, so it's a nine. Uh, you look away. You don't think about it. And yeah, you don't think about it. And you don't look at it. We should keep moving. I mean, I was thinking we could put a Band-Aid on it or something, but okay. So they don't have any tape? Band-Aid on what? <laughs> Yo, uh, we we did just leave, like, a, a big thing of, uh, like, a liquid adhesive. Almost drowned us. Uh, uh, big sticky thing. Maybe? Maybe a plan? I, I don't Do you know what else is big and sticky? A stick. Yes. <laughs> Do you have one? Yes. Yes. Okay, I don't know how that might be useful, but we'll do our best to uh, to to apply that. That oh, that may we, that no, may work. No, we yeah. can use the stick to apply the bubble gum. Okay, yes, this is more directly applicable than I at first assumed. Yeah, no, that sounds like a plan. <laughs> oh, look, sand. <laughs> yes, we use the we put the sand on the outside of the bubble gum so that the ball doesn't stick to anything. Good thinking, Willie. Okay, Willie's just in front of a dune, just like staring at a dune. <laughs> Ha- having been to Great Sand Dunes National Park, Willie is in front of a dune and also full of sand. That is, that is already happened. <laughs> so I would assume that the two of you, Swarm and Lady Lees, you're working mm-hmm. on repairing this part of the ship. I think so. Yeah, sure. And that would be a jury rig roll, right? Yes, that would be a jury rig roll. Okay. Uh, would one of us roll it and the other help? One can roll, the other can help. I okay. Can help. Uh, so it's plus scrounge. scrounge. I've got plus one. I got minus one. I'll roll it. I'll help. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's a three and a five is an eight plus one is nine. So if you get high enough, Kika, you can bring it up to a ten. Okay. A uh, five and a six, and then minus one, it would be ten. Okay, so you can choose three from the following list that you were given. So mm-hmm. let me know which three you want to choose. I'm going to go with, uh, you successfully repair or modify the part. Uh, I'm going to go with, it doesn't use up your stuff, because I don't have any stuff. We're using the stuff in the environment. Uh, and the target gains a move, so I want our our... our are now all-terrain vehicle to gain a move somehow. Uh, and that's that's on your choice. Okay. With my help, um, plus one to next move. Nothing breaks as a result. And yeah, I guess I will take consequences of a failure. But no fails. Okay. So you're good. Uh, the new move is going to be called traction or treads. Basically, uh, by applying this gum... And adding the sand, you've given this vehicle more traction when it's running, uh, when it's rolling, more or less. So this will increase your speed and give you access to a move sort of that will overclock your speed. Awesome. 
And we'll go further into the specifics of it later if it comes up. Awesome. So Willie dove into a sand dune. Are are you the sand uh, sandworms from Beetlejuice now? Is that you? Are you looking for the lost city? Well, they don't think about it anymore because Lady Lee's told them not to think about it and they'd be okay. So they're like, "Oh look, sand! It's big. Let me dive in." And they're, "I'm gonna roll find something." Okay, let me tell you. You can roll find something. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you come across a whole bunch of spice. Ooh, some spice, yes. Just canisters and canisters of Old Bay. So I rolled a seven exactly. Mm-hmm. So I get to pick one. It's exactly what I was looking for. I wasn't looking for anything. It isn't dangerous or nobody else wants it. I want nobody else wants it. Okay. Well, what it says specifically is if you succeed, you gain stuff. Yes. So the stuff that you gain is a rock that has pieces of purple stone on it sort of sticking out of it it's almost like the rock is holding a purple stone inside of it and you just see the edges of it poking out of whatever this rock is and and given that choice it is explicitly dangerous as well which okay (laughs) yeah so i just mark off i have stuff Mm -hmm. now yep you just mark off that you have stuff hey willie what you got there i got some i got some stuff i don't want it (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you keep that. You keep that, Willie. That's your stuff. Uh, it looks really boring to me. It's a rack. It's got purple. Uh, what's? I don't know what that looks. Cool, great. That seems great. It's me, but like <laughs> firm. I'm. I have. I'm like the same color, and I have purple on me too. You all kind of see color. Look like the same color to me. So. Oh, I'm sorry, Sprite. <laughs> that is fine. It's uh It's like you've been you've been vibrating in F sharp the whole time. And and everyone else is a B flat, and then, then you find a rock, and it vibrates in F sharp, and and you just kind of vibe together. That's that's what it's like. I like that the swarm knows music all of a sudden. <laughs> this is very interesting. This is a new I, development I was not prepared for. We only know frequencies. <laughs> I I feel like I have communicated in frequencies before. I I, I feel like if if I'm everywhere and everything, not yet, mm-hmm. but soon. Sound is muffled to me. One other thing to mention, Lady Lee's and Swarm. Uh, while Sprite and Willy weren't paying attention to the crack, it looks like it might have gotten bigger. Just saying. Great. But you fixed it, so it's fine. For now, at least. Okay. okay. And you four continue on your way. Uh, Sprite, I'm assuming that you stay in the ball. Yeah. Helping move the entire ship faster. Mm-hmm. Lady Lee's, I'm assuming you're steering as per usual, or have you... Yeah, sure, why not? Okay. And Swarm and Willy, I'm assuming that you two are on deck, just kind of seeing... Uh, my disassembled parts are kind of everywhere. I I exist. I am. Okay. You are. Okay. I'm on the lookout tower with a rock. I have one note, and it's just the name of the... It's the, it's just the name of the, uh, the mast... Sh- the thing on 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 our not our mast the the front of the prow of the ship and it's mm-hmm. Jeffrey spelled yes. with an unnecessary amount of e's and y's and ph's yeah that's all I have yes. that's it's all my notes yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> we vandalized the Toys R Us <laughs> I, I'd also like to point out that we are playing Fast and Furious Toykyo Drift mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Giraffery we love mm-hmm. Giraffery so. You all head through the desert of white lines. I wasn't going to roll, but I think I'm going to roll something real quick. Oh, well, then I'm going to roll something, too. 
Oh, yeah. look over there. Yeah. There's some there's some lines, and then there's over some... Oh, over there, there's some sand. Like, Sprite, you're missing all this. There's some sand over here, too, and this one's bigger than the other one's sand. And that's only line two, and it's really windy. Willie, I literally cannot climb up onto the ship. I, I literally cannot. That's why I'm I'm narrating what I see to you. Willie, okay. tell them about the sky sharks. What? <laughs> what what they're, wait shark they're shark they're shark they're shark no mm, mm, uh, no, no sprite 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 they're, they're friendly sprite. sharks they're like left shark of the sky they're also they're sky sharks <laughs> which means if they're in the sky and being sky sharks we're not in the sky so it's like land sharks if we were in the sky but vice versa so it's fine it's all fine I'm not gonna think about them I got a six, by the way. <laughs> I'm glad that you have a six. So, you all are having this wondrous conversation. And as you are rolling through the desert, you hear clanging of metal against metal. You hear shouts. You hear yelps. And you can hear them almost in the distance, uh, right? Probably not even, I don't know what size scale we're on, but five units of size scale ahead of you. (laughs) Just over the tip of the dune that you're currently heading up. It sounds almost like a fight. It doesn't sound great. What do you all want to do? I'm going to ask if anyone here speaks Snake. (laughs) I mean... Hold on. And and I, I open the shark's mouth and I look inside of the fly. And there's just this real quick, like, wordless conversation that goes back and forth and it goes, nah, nah, no snake. I'm basically like a like a soft snake. <gasps> you will be our diplomat then. I'm like a cousin. I uh, dub thee Ambassador Willie. I don't know what that means. It means you're an ambassador. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. It's a very prestigious position. Right, I'm an ambassador. What does that mean? I don't know. It means it's a very prestigious position. And as you say that, you crest over the top of this dune. And what you see is a battle. Uh, except it's not... It's not a battle in the sense of... A war? It's a battle in the sense that there are two almost robot-looking creatures that are made of snakes that are fighting. Are they Voltron snakes? Are we allowed to say that without copyright? Yeah, we're fine. Are they like Snake Man crossed with Voltron? Kind of, but not really. It's more like... There are hundreds upon hundreds of snakes. Oh, it's like the the gnomes in um, Gravity Falls. Yes, that they all collect <laughs> together and then make this giant robot mess. So they're the hunters from Halo. Yes. See, we have very different cultural references. That's that's the thing right there. But that's <laughs> okay. But are the the robots snake shaped? <laughs> No, but they're made of snakes, and from what you can tell, are being piloted by two snake men. And are they actual snakes or like toy snakes? Are they toils too? They're ro- or they are rubber snakes, from what you can tell from where you oh, are. Oh, that is fantastic. 
Okay, how are the snake men piloting it? How, how, how do they control? Are they, are they like... Ye- are, a la Ratatouille. <laughs> they're pulling. Yes. Dude, but what are they pulling with? They don't have arms. How do they pull the control? So it's a snake. It's a it's snake, snake all the way down. It's, it's snake all the way down. And he's holding a snake in one hand and a snake in the other, and that's the throttle, and then... No, The no. hands are also he's, snakes. He's holding a snake in one snake and a snake in the other snake. Right, yes. sorry. He has that snake was hands. Snake hands, like, uh, what's his name from Star vs. the Forces... Of evil. Yes, I know exactly who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> He's and got snans. Their snake hands hold on to the tails of two other snakes, like Gnome was saying, and steers the ship that way, and then the snake tail taps snake heads to move the legs and for the hands and stuff. It's a finely tuned or uh instrument we're working with here yes they have got their stuff together these people have been snake robot fighting for a while from what you can tell if they're made of rubber snakes then the sound of the thing moving has got to be all twangs it's like a fire in a banjo factory and just the the boing 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 boing, like the whole time that's got to be what noise it's making so yes you see that on the other side of the hill and one of the snake mechs, or snacks, uh, <laughs> takes the... <laughs> Russ. Um, yes? Russ. <laughs> uh, one of the snacks stops in the middle of the fight and holds up a hand and says, Wait! <clears throat> and then they both turn towards you and your group. And then they both start waving. I start flopping in the wind. Wave back. And I smile and like through, like while I'm smiling, I like lean over and whisper, maybe we can just leave. No, I gotta be an ambassador. I'm ambassadating. <laughs> and I'm flopping in the wind. Um, okay. I, I gotta be honest. The, uh, oh, hold on. And you watch as the, the skeleton head kind of rolls over. And instead, there is a monocled and mustached head that uh, that pops up. And it says, Strictly speaking, with a being composed of so many disparate parts, I, I can't help but feel an odd kinship to these proud warriors. Perhaps we should investigate. Are you just going to try to incorporate them into your swarm? I mean, I'm not just going to do that. Sprite's trying to lift one wheel off the ground in the ball to wave, but can't. So they're, they're trying. They're also backwards. So you just you, you just, just have the one wheel with the arm in it, and you just roll that one back and forward a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's kind of cute. Does that like make the whole ship like move? <laughs> Probably. There's a little bit of rocking. Can you tell them I am saying hi too? Will do. Willie like throws themselves off the mast and like lands next to Lady Lee's, and then gets mm-hmm. up. So, the snacks are both approaching you. Um, one of them is yellow, black, and purple. The other one is red, green, and blue. And they both begin to approach you, and you watch as the sort of area around their face sort of shifts, and the snake sort of, I guess I would call it snake windshield, 
opens up, and you can now see two snake men with snake hands holding controllers. The one in the purple, black, and yellow one says, Hello, friends. Willie lifts their their rock to Lady Lee. It's like, can you hold this for me? I have to go do ambassading things. I don't want it, though. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it right next to you. Okay. And they scooch over to the the bow to the 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 front of the ship. I almost said bow, but I don't know if that's a correct term or not. My brain said bow, and they're at the tip of the ship, facing the the snakes. And they say, "Hello, fellow tube people. How are you this day, evening? I'm not sure." Lady Elise like crosses her fingers behind the back and says, "Please say tubular. Please say tubular." <sighs> no. <laughs> Um, they respond, Ah, well, it is a lovely day to battle. Have you come to participate in our battle? And you watch as the blue and red one holds up a hand, and the snakes begin to slither into a sword shape in their hand. Wow, um, yeah, uh, no, uh, we are, we are but, uh, simple toils that are trying to make our way through the uh the uh the the desert of white lines and we are on a mission and that mission does not include the battling uh we are not fighting toils sorry that is unfortunate i am hiss that is my sister lick hello hiss hello lick i am wheelie um this is my my leader, Lady Lees, I am the ambassador for our ship. I just became ambassador five moments ago. Um, that is the swarm, and that is the swarm, and that is the swarm also. And below us is Sprite. Uh, over here, too. Over here, too. Sorry. Yeah. That's also the swarm up there. Uh, I don't like that part of the swarm. That's why I left them out, but hello, swarm. Um, that is my rock next to Lady Lees. Sprite is below us still, where they have part of the swarm in them, too. But it's also part of Sprite. Hi, Sprite. Uh, hi. Also, their flies are with them. There's also a fly part of the swarm as well. Um, Lady Lee's is still standing there. Uh, and you are Hiss and Lick. Hello. You're doing wonderfully, Willie. Thank you. My brain totally left this scene. My brain completely has left the building. <laughs> um, Russ's brain has left the chat. <laughs> oh, this is perfect. <laughs> Great, so we'll take a bathroom break. We'll come back. No. <laughs> I'm ambassadating. Yeah, you you are. So the snacks look at you and say, uh, Hiss looks at you and says, if you did not come for the royal battle, then what are you doing here? Wait, it's a royal battle? Like I said, we are, let me, let me do my job. We are, um, we are just humble toils trying to make our way through this valley of sand and lines and wind and sorrow and we would like to make it to the other side so that we can complete our mission to retrieve the almighty geyser for our town uh, what about what about this battle makes it royal oh well myself and my brother are royalty we are fighting to see who gets the crown oh look at that lady lee is also royalty she's a prince Hiss looks at you, Lady Lees, after you, after Willie says that and says, Ah, then you have come for the battle. Are you ready to fight? <gasps> no, 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 they're not. They're, she does not need to battle. She's already on her throne. 
She's already our leader. We already chose her. We're a democratic society. So you have not come to conquer us, then? I am not an imperialist. I don't know what that word means, Lady Lise. It's good. Lady Lise has read a book, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Das Kapital. Anyway, it's the one book that survived in the wasteland. And uh, the two snacks look at you and say, Hmm, perhaps we could work together then. You see, my sister and I have this battle every day. And every day we are somehow revived and healed and no one gets the throne. We are hoping for an outside third party to judge our battle. Why don't you just both rule? Well, that's not the way of the land. The land has some has a say in it? I mean, yes. And she just, like, looks down at the sand. <laughs> Sprite is listening to the sand. <laughs> I hear things. Uh, it's the way that our people have done things since we've awoken. Why? I mean, it sounds like you've been fighting since the day you awoken, if that's the case. In which case, don't you think you deserve a day off? <sighs> you've been working very hard. I think it would do you some good to just take a little bit of a break, recuperate, maybe reformulate your strategy. I mean, they say the definition of insanity is trying the same thing multiple times and expecting a different result. That's a miss. Don't. <laughs> Lee says in character. Uh, Lady Lee's. Can you go ahead and roll me make friends? Why do you make me roll that? I'm sorry. You can help. You're ambassading too hard. I don't want to help. <laughs> I don't want to help. I want to be the primary roller. How dare you? No, I was ambassadating. Yeah, ambassadors don't make friends. They make alliances. It's a different role. Don't worry. It's not an appropriate role for you. They make enemies you haven't crushed yet. Does <laughs> that make a bargain, bribe? Would you like my help, Kika? Yeah, sure. I will help you because I've been help. We've been doing this together. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, snap, cracker, pop, rice, crispy. How many ties do I have? Do I have ties? You each have a tie, one single tie with each other. Okay. Oh, so that's a total of 11. Okay, pick your three benefits. For my help, someone. Um, I grant a plus one to your next move. Uh, uh, nothing is breaking. Good. And then uh, the, the swarm's also helping. I'm going to say no on that one, because the swarm hasn't done anything helpful in the conversation. Then I take the consequences, apparently. I don't want to do that. I mean, don't worry about it, because um, I rolled a four and a five, which is a nine total, plus my smile, which is plus two. So that's an 11, plus your plus one is a 12. Nice. So, on a 10 plus, they regard you as friendly, and you may form a tie with them. We don't have to worry about that right now, uh, because I don't think... You're planning on becoming really good friends with the snacks yet? I mean, depends on how things go. You don't know yet. Like, we, we can still have time to get to know each other, you know? Mm-hmm. Lady Lee leaves us and just becomes a snack. <laughs> so, uh, Hiss and Lick look at each other. They both scratch their chins and say, You know, I think, I think you're right. We could take a day off. And Lick says, I think you're right, brother. We should just take the day off. Relax. Help out. I'm sure that our people are tired of 
being used as giant war machines. And they both clap their snake hands, and very quickly their snakes begin to unbuild themselves as the snakes then dive into the sand under the land. And now there are two snake people standing in front of you, Lick and Hiss, who look almost exactly the same. I, I have a, an important question, though. Mm-hmm. When they clap their snake hands, is it chins together or open mouths together? Open mouths. I have follow-up questions. <laughs> they kiss. <laughs> their hands kiss when they clap. Yes. That's so cute. I... It's is it like sound. a squeaky toy, like two squeaky snake toy mouths? <laughs> yes, it's it squeaks. It's like squeak, squeak. I love it. That's love. Truly, <laughs> they have formed a utopian society here in the wastes. A, a perfect world. Where you can kiss yourself. Was that your follow-up question about the squeaky toy sound, or...? Yes, that was my follow-up question. Okay, just making sure. It's very important. Of course. Uh, it's all about self-love here, everyone. Uh, so those two stand on the ground in front of you, and they're much shorter than you all, because of course you're all on the ship. Um, and they look up and say, can we help you with anything? Do we need directions? I don't know, do we need directions? I would appreciate knowing where to go. Sprite wants directions. Yeah, we can use directions, please. Okay. Um, I assume that you describe where you're going, and Hiss and Lick give you directions for the destination of where you should be going, which way you're going and everything. They also advise you to stay away from any sand clouds, um, and that that's probably not a good idea to go near those. And that's basically what they tell you. They have, like, a quick conversation with you. Um, Hiss does look up and say... Would you like us to accompany you? We have the day off. Would you like to accompany us? I don't know. We've never done anything else. And then, she, like, Lady Lee's, like, fit, leans conspiratorially over to the swarm, one of the swarm's heads, and whispers, if they can't make decisions, I'm not sure that they should be ruling. Maybe, but, uh... You know, they're making decisions right now for themselves, not for not for everyone. So maybe they're so focused on making decisions for other people that the question of what they personally want is is normally irrelevant to them. And you're really shaking their whole worldview right now. Well, I mean, if they never ask what ask themselves what they want, then they're going to end up in some very mentally unhealthy uh, positions. Oh, yeah. No, it's a horror show. But I'm just saying there might be a reason for it. Maybe we should bring them along, and we could help them self-actualize better. Do you guys, do, do you folks eat, um, uh, flies, perchance? What is eating? Okay, okay, just making sure. <laughs> Never mind, don't worry about it. Actually, that that's a good question. What What is eating? I just shove things in my sock hole, and I just think about it, and I just, like, that's where I keep them, and I call it eating. Okay, yeah, yeah, so, uh... I ate my rock earlier. Yeah, so I ate a fly. So, like, when, when I shoved it in my shark hole, I, I ate a fly. Yeah. Okay, all right, gotcha, gotcha. You can come along if you want. Uh, all right. We will be right up. Squeak, squeak. And these, like, stairs made of rubber snakes appear, and they both walk their way up onto your ship. Squeak, squeak. 
the stairs collapse back down into the sand. I, I think the swarm is going to try to try to start a conversation with, like, if I could grab one of the rubber snakes off to the side and just, like, just start trying to have a conversation with him. Just, so, uh, so squeak. Squeak, squeak, squeakity squeak. Squeak, squeaker. Squeak. <laughs> Man, why are you just, like, squeaking at me? I don't think I ever did anything to you. Oh! Why would you say that about my mother? That... <laughs> That is an excellent point. I was trying to build a dialogue, but uh, vastly misread the situation. I apologize for any offense. I apologize that I caused offense, not if. That's an important point. Uh, how are you liking your current your current working environment, I guess, is the real question. It's nice. It's nice. I get to be part of a snack and then start beating right? up my neighbors and then take a nap. Right? It's pretty cool. It feels like a lot of people don't really understand what it's like to be a part of something bigger than yourself. Yeah. Like, they try to be a part of something bigger than themselves, but you are something bigger than yourself. Yeah. It's nice. I'm yeah. a snack. That's self-esteem right there. Yeah. Well, that's synecdoche. Huh? Ah, snecdoche. Anyway, the, uh... Yeah, that's a joke for the parents. Anyway, the, uh... I don't get it. You're not, You're a not parent, parent yet. Kiko. You couldn't. Apparently, <laughs> I hate you. Yeah, that, that's the <laughs> awesome. So yeah, just just having a conversation there with one of the snakes. Okay. Uh, seeing if we can't have a couple of them maybe come along just to just to talk shop about being a glutinous, hive minded kind of things. Yeah. Okay. Uh, roll me one d six. Okay. The swarm is going to set up a recruitment office on the ship. Six. Six. Okay. You get six rubber snakes to come along with, one from each color. Awesome. Oh wait, no, sorry. Red, yellow, bl- black. Yeah, red to red to black, red to yellow, kill a fellow. I'm not a fellow, so that's fine. Uh red to and then just organizing them on the on the boat there. Uh they all kind of get organized with you. So, with your eight new companions, including six snakes, uh you all head off via the directions that you've been given. Uh, you all get further and further into the desert of white lions. Who is driving the vehicle? Am, am I still driving? I mean, I'm roll... I'm, I'm essentially powering or helping to power. Like, I'm, I'm moving the ball, but I don't know if I'm... Yeah, I think Sprite's technically driving. As long as I have a direction to go, I'll just drive in that direction. Anytime Sprite's moving, Sprite is driving. That, yeah. by definition. Yes. Yeah. So Sprite is driving. If Sprite is following the directions as best as they possibly can. Of course, of course. Sprite. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling after everything that's happened? It's been a little while. It's been like probably an hour, maybe two. You've been kind of just going through the desert. You haven't hit any white lines yet, though, which is weird. Sprite is still doing what uh, Lady Lisa said earlier and trying not to think about it. They're just like, we're going in this way, this many s- units of distance, and then we turn. And it's just essentially, it's the GPS just going in their head, like, in five units of measurement, turn left. Mm-hmm. Just constantly. Would you say they're trucking along? <sighs> I have to go. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I must leave. I don't get it. Can you, can you explain that to me, please? 
Well, a truck is like a car. Like Sprite's a car, yeah. and a truck is very similar to a car. And when you're also, it's also a phrase you use. Like you're trucking along. Like you're like you're managing. Like you're you're moving forward. So you're trucking along, and Sprite's a car, so they're trucking along. But they're a car, so it's like very funny because they're also like a truck, and they're also doing things to oh. like manage their anxiety. Yeah, yeah, that too. They're trucking along in multiple ways. You yeah. know, you know okay. yeah, I didn't get it before. I didn't get it before. But you explaining it made it funny. Yeah, that's good. That's real good. I like how I like how gnomes in character. Yeah. This whole conversation has been in character. I didn't realize we weren't. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. So like trucking along. I have played too much D anD D because my brain is like now I need to make someone roll perception. Except there is no perception. Okay. I mean, I can ping out echolocation. Just like ping. I got a nine. What does that give me? <laughs> Gives you nothing. Um, so, Sprite, as you were the one driving and you were the one closest to the ground, mm-hmm. you begin to realize something uh, as you are traveling forward. Mm-hmm. You realize that you are approaching a canyon or what looks to be some sort of canyon very quickly. I sort of slow down. Uh, does anyone see the big dip in the ground that is coming up. I can sense it. There is a giant canyon? Canyon. Canyon. Well, please don't drive into that. I kind of figured. Kind of. Well, I I just... I don't mean... I didn't mean to, like, be offensive or insult you. No, no, it is, it just, is fine. It sure. is fine. I have I have driven into a canyon before. I I know. Oh, how was it? It was not fun. Ah. I still have the... St- broken chassis moment. It is fine, though. It was a learning experience. Anyways, is there a canyon, or... Can, can you see one? Because I sense one. Can I see a canyon? Uh, yes, looking closely, you can see that there is what you'd presume to be a canyon. It just looks like there's a space where these dunes, which have been pretty high up, just sort of split. As if there's like a rift in the ground, but it's still all sand. It's still holding itself up, but there's some sort of rift happening. Well, yes, there it does seem to be a cavernous rift up ahead. Huh. About how far across does it look? Um, I don't know what units of measure are in this game. Once again, how how many how many uh uh lady leases across is it? Probably like two lady leases. It's not as big as the river was. The river was enormous. This is much smaller. Um, but it's still not small enough for your vehicle to just roll over and keep going. My goodness, it's enormous. It's not that big, but okay, if you say so, what what should I do? Well, perhaps we should get closer to investigate, but not too close. We must be cautious. I'm very good at that, I think. Yes. And I'm just going to drive real slow. Is there any way I can I can look out for dangers that are happening? Um like can I can I spot to see if there's I'm imagining like an antlion kind of thing where going towards it would lead to an inevitable quicksand doom kind of thing. Okay. Roll me strong arm. Okay. Hey, no, those are my, my cat just knocked one of my dice off the <laughs> Hold on. 
What did your cat roll? Good job, cat. Uh, my cat rolled a one on the floor, but that's neither here nor there. I rolled a three. Uh, plus strong arm is plus two is five. Okay. Uh, now, this is the first failure we've had this session. There is something that's supposed to happen when we fail, right? Yes. So if you look at your character-specific sheet, mm-hmm. your specific playbook, mm-hmm. and you scroll down to a bunch of little guys, yep, it tells you on a six minus, do this. Okay. So I'm a swarm of tiny plastic toys on a six minus. One of my guys becomes separated, so I lose a part. Um, and I'm going to say that there was... Uh, one of the full Lego men was kind of like leaning out over the the rails to to try to see everything um, and slipped and the legs just fell straight out the bottom and and are now just walking away through the desert forever. So here's where the fun part comes in. It's terrifying. When you roll a six, you gain a hold. Every time you gain a hold, there's a special thing you can do with it. As a bunch of little guys, you gain one hold that you can spend to ask the GM a question when you're seeking information about the world around you. They must answer you honestly. So, you can spend that right now to ask what you'd like to ask, because your legs could answer that question for you. I I do think that's an excellent uh, way to go with that. So yeah, uh, with my legs walking off uh, into the desert, into the sand, the, the question I have is, are there any dangers besides the so are there any da- what are the dangers in the situation and i am aware of the fact that falling into the hole is potentially a danger so okay other dangers perhaps all right so you watch as the legs begin sort of strutting towards the canyon and as they walk across there's no sort of quicksand no sort of creatures that emerge from the sand But once they get close to the cliff, you can feel it because you're still connected to this part, at least for a little bit. You feel wind. And the moment it takes one step over the canyon, it is blown sideways and far away faster than you can see it. It's always it's always bittersweet. When they, they grow up and, and leave the, the terrifying collective hind behind. So you, from what you've learned, the other danger is whatever wind this is. And it seems to be coming lateral along the, the surface? Along the canyon, yep. Okay. Hey, uh, hey, hey Blue, what, uh, I say talking to one of the, the snakes here. Do y'all, do y'all ever cross this? Is this a thing you guys... Gals, etc. Do nah, man. No? Yes, that's some that's some spicy stuff that we don't look at. All that yeah. sort of wind and all the danger—that's where the white lines are. If you get down there, you're a goner. Doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. Okay. Unless you got one of those other vehicles, the jumpers. You you wouldn't you wouldn't happen to know who's got a jumper, do you? Ah, you'd have to go to a, sa- a sand cloud for that. I almost said a sound cloud, but that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, what, what even would that be? But, uh, your y- y- boss siblings, they uh, they told us to avoid sand clouds. Oh, yeah, because sh- the jumpers are dangerous. They don't just... Ah. Them and their people, they aren't safe to be around. They're kind of... They're more or less bandits along these parts. 
I like how both of our accents are, are just wandering vaguely across America at the moment. Yeah. You know, we're we're both heading to Wild West, which is appropriate for the mm-hmm. setting, but there we go. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh so team, I got uh I got some news. Uh that's terrifying, and the way to get across it is worse. Anyone got good news? What is the way to get across it? Oh, so there's these uh Remember those people we were warned about in the the sand clouds? Like I found out they're like they're like terrifying bandits who like we're gonna take the dangerous to to toils everywhere. Yeah, they they're how we get across. Ah, indie rappers on SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, no sand cloud. It's sand cloud. I'm sure it has a sound, but the sound is the sound of sand, not of the cloud. Because the cloud, well, the cloud's made of the sand, huh? Can I keep an okay? Keep an ear out is misnomer because I don't have ears. But can I listen? Can I keep an AirPod out? Yes. Can, yeah. Can I keep an AirPod out <laughs> and try and listen and find a sand cloud and or echolocate what's inside the sand cloud? Sure. Okay. What would that be? I'm gonna have you roll me a scrounge. 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 Okay. 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 Um. Guys, don't film me now. Dice failed me. That's snake eyes. That's snake eyes? Mm-hmm. Cool. Ruh-ro. But plus two, so it's a four. Yay, plus two. So, on a six minus for Vroom, you damage one part and gain one hold that you can use to notice something that was overlooked in others' haste. I'm trying to figure out what, what part would I what part would it make sense for me to lose? One AirPod. As you overclock the speaker microphone. That's what I was thinking. It was like, I was like, our sand gets into like, you know, the the speakers and it just like, as I'm trying to keep an ear out, the, the wind mm-hmm. and the sand kicking up just sort of gets clogged in one of it. So I, I lose an air. Yeah, you know what they say about sand. It's, it's coarse rough and, and it gets rough everywhere. And it gets everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so would you like to spend your hold? Uh, I think I will. I'll keep it just in... I'll keep it just in case. Okay. So, you can't really tell if there's anything nearby. Um, You kind of just get clogged up a bit. There's just that, what is it, the mic feedback sound? Yeah. You can hear it very distantly muffled in the ball, just a... Sort of. I'm just imagining getting sandblasted in the eardrum now, and it's just not... It's not fun. Not working it's, for that's me, what, no. That's what yeah. Sprite's going through right now, just like, oh, God. Yeah. I am so sorry. Poor Sprite. Willie, what are you doing? That's a good question. Good answer. I forget what we were doing. We're like trying to figure out what this... What this we're uh, trying to get across the canyon. canyon. It has the white line at the bottom and has the really strong wind across it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were, if this didn't mean sacrificing you entirely as a character, I would suggest us just, you know, grabbing onto you as a windsock and seeing where mm-hmm. the wind takes us, but... That that also just makes you a sale. That thought crossed my mind too. <laughs> and I was like, "Do we risk it for the biscuit?" I mean, you totally can risk it for the biscuit. Look, this is a limited series. We can risk it for the biscuit. Yeah, yeah. no, I'd be I'd be willing to sacrifice up to four of me uh, to go along with that plan. That'd be just fine. Yeah. So while this is happening, Willie hits the deck. Literally, they jump out of their little perch and because that's how they they don't get up there. That they they, they crawl up and they flop down. Um, and then, uh, gets back up and looks at the snakes, like, um, so the jumpers only way across, 
What if you like? What if you like flew across? Would that work? Do you think? Uh, Hiss looks at you and says, "I unfortunately don't have wings." No, I mean like if you like say okay. So I've seen these things. So there's these army men that I saw like years ago in another like town of Toils. There are these army men, and one of them had this thing called a parachute that was attached to him, and um, he would like use it as like a way to fly if there was a really strong wind current, or if he like jumped off like a cliff, and he'd be able to float around. Would would I be able to be like a parachute for for like the swarm or like Lady Lee's? Um, probably. That'd be my guess. Are you saying that will use you to capture a sky shark to fly us across? What? <laughs> you could capture a sky shark. It it might not be happy about it though. Wait, there are there are, there are actually are sky sharks. Oh yeah, sky sharks. Yeah, of course. They're normally pretty nice. They just don't like being contained. It's why they're in the sky and not on the ground. Duh. For for the record, I do speak shark, so we could uh. We could open a round of negotiations. I was just thinking I just, I use myself as as a as a parachute, not like as a net to capture a shark. But if you think we could capture a shark and that'd be the best thing to do, then we could probably think about it. But I don't know; it kind of scares me a little bit. No, it's far too dangerous for you, Willie. I would never put you in such peril. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but negotiations does sound interesting. Would you like to ambassad some more? Ambassador Scar- Sky Shark? Sure, why not? Um, I mean, I'm okay with the snakes because they were like two people like me. No offense. Um, but like, uh, but, but just... sharks are rather tube-like. They just have those little fins. But they are really. Why break. they're like the snakes of the sky? Sharks are the snakes of the sky. Really, on behalf of sharks, I'd like to say that we really think of ourselves more as uh, as sharks. And uh, snakes are the sharks of the ground. That That's more the way that that works. Uh, there are several snakes in your squad who kind of just, like, shoot you dirty looks. Swarm. Two of them do. It's the blue and the red one. So, I could either risk my life and become a parachute, hoping that it works with no guarantee, or we could talk to a very scary sky shark. About possibly flying us over? I mean, we could do both. With a high risk and no guarantee. So, yeah, that sounds fine. Fine, fine, fine. (laughs) Sprite, you will be fine. You are inside of a ball. This ball can blow away, though. But a shark, I doubt, can bite through it. I don't want to test that. At this point, uh, Hiss steps forward and says... I mean, the sky sharks are known for their flight. Uh, they most likely could help you get across. They're quite the great acrobats, and they move quite quickly. I mean, I I would be willing to try talking to a sky shark. I'm just I'm just saying that I'd be very scared to ambassadate something that fearsome. Oh, in that case, the the fly kind of works its way out of the shark's mouth. And then the shark's head pops off of the shark's mouth. The fly kind of sits on top of it. So we now have a winged shark head that can be right there. And it just, it, it volunteers itself as possible ambassador duty. I didn't follow that at all. So, the shark had a fly inside it. Yes. The shark's head comes off of the shark. They are two separate parts. Shark body and shark face. Oh, goodness. So the shark face can be held by the fly 
who would then be a flying shark thing, who would be, be perfect for ambassadorial duties. Oh, for grim portents. Lady Lees, what do you think? Do you think we can trust this form with ambassadorial duties? Because that's... It's really my job, and it's really what I am best at, and I think the Swarm is not the best at ambassadorial duties. Well, I trust all my good friends, so it's not a matter of trust. No, no, uh, Willie's absolutely right. Uh, I'm not good at it. I'm offering it as an option. I, I am, I am, I am what you'd call a negative one smile kind of guy. The, the swarm could act as a potential translator. Oh yeah, buzz, buzz, chop, chop, buzz, chop. And you would maintain your ambassadorial duties, of course. I can drive you there. Through the sky? You can sky drive now? Oh. Oh wait, that would that eliminates the whole problem. We just do that. No, no, I meant I can drive you to under the sharks. I can't fly. Ah. Also useful, also good. That was us overreaching. That's fine. I thought I was just going to have to scream until a shark came. Maybe if you attached Willy to my chassis, then I could fly like a parachute, but that is terrifying. No, you'd be like a drag racer at that point. That was my brother. RuPaul? (laughs) I miss RuPaul. It's been a while since I've seen him. Hey, you. Yeah, yeah, and he does good, right? We don't talk about what happened. And I just back away from the canyon. (laughs) Okay. You all begin searching the canyon for sky sharks. Or searching the desert for sky sharks. I want to try to attract them with my my beautiful toy singing voice. Um, okay. Roll me strong arm. Cool. Lately you start doing karaoke on the on the deck of the ship. Can I can I help this? Yes. I was like, can I help? Do we know what if if, if regular if, if sea sharks, if water sharks are attracted to the smell of blood, do we know what sky sharks are attracted to? Yeah, you just say blood really loud. And that's Hey, I'm bleeding over here. I'm gonna put a no on that one. <laughs> oh, we, we we have obviously the sky shark equivalent of blood in the water is new metal in the air. Isn't that wait, that's one of the that's one of the skills, isn't it? Where it's like Make up something about the world? Yes. Yeah. Let's think it through. You can roll think it through to figure out what it is. I would like to I would like to offer aid to whoever is going to be making the roll um, as a part shark individual to, to say what may or may not help with sharks. You know, because I, I could really get in the mind of the shark. <laughs> I was going to roll this think it through with the strong arm and the stuff, right? Yep. Yeah. Can I, can I roll the help? Yes, you can roll the help. Does the help go first? Yes, help goes first. Alright, and we've got one tie, and that's a two and a five, which is seven, uh, plus, let's see, plus ties is eight. So, on a seven to nine, choose one. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll grant a plus one on the next move. Okay, Kika, go ahead and roll with your plus one from that. Nine total. Nine total, okay. So, thinking it through... You get to tell me what you think is correct, and I will tell you the one thing that's false, but I will not tell you what the truth is. I think that sky sharks are very much attracted to beautiful music, and that if I sing loudly enough, they will be attracted to the sound of my voice and be quite enamored with it and would be happy to help. Okay. 
The one thing that's false in your statement is an adjective. The adjective is beautiful music. Specifically focusing on beautiful. Well, I mean, Lady Lee's isn't particularly good at singing, so let's uh, boogie. <laughs> oh, good. How appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Sprite will rev their engine <laughs> to add add some, some sweet bass drops. Is this our musical number, everyone? <laughs> this is the SoundCloud. Lady Lee's only does ska music. This is the only sound I can contribute. What are you doing? <laughs> Shaking a box of Legos. I think oh. you're wrong. I think this one would be great as a Gregorian choir. <laughs> oh, God, that's terrifying. <laughs> Willie's an operatic singer with their giant mouth. <laughs> okay, so what I'm going to have you all do is I'm going to have you all roll something. I want you all to roll me find something. You're not scrounging. I mean, you're not actually going to get the stuff. But I want you all to roll me find something. Oh, sky shark. So sky sharks. We can use some help from you today. Oh, sky sharks. Oh, sky sharks. We hope that you'll come and say... Sky shark, sky shark, sky shark. Oh, hey, I rolled well. Oh, my God. I got eight. Rolled an 11 plus uh, scrounge is 12. 13 total! I got a 9. So so are we editing the musical number in later? I mean, you already sang your part. We'll just cut it in. I keep wanting to sing Slipknot for some reason. So Kyle just edit those all together and post at the same time. Ring ding 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 ding. We can use some help from you today. Oh, sky sharks, oh, sky sharks. I hope that you'll come and say. I really can't wait to see what you do with that. Uh, so you all begin singing in this cacophony of absolute nonsense. Uh, you have Sprite Reverend, you have Lady Lee's singing Sky Shark, oh, sky shark. You have the swarm just shaking it up, and then you have Willie who's just eyeing at the sky. Do the snakes help? Uh, I think this. Oh no! Why would you do this to me? <laughs> I'm very proud of us that we didn't go baby shark route. That's like honestly very impressive. Um, the snakes just sort of squeak. <laughs> they clap along, squeaking. Uh, so it's squeak, 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 squeak. God, I have to actually mix yep. this song. Um, and what ends up happening is that you see a cloud. Not a sand cloud, but more or less a cloud of these sharks. Um, they don't look like sharks in the same sense that the swarm has a literal like shark body. 
They look almost like a smoothed out shark with a white underbelly and an almost translucent blue top half. They sort of seem to shine slightly. There's a little bit of like a shimmer around each of them. In fact, you might think that they might be made of candy, possibly. You're unsure. They're gummy sharks. Dang it, now I want gummy sharks. <laughs> I don't even usually like how those things taste, but now I'm just like, mm. <laughs> And as that happens, um, you can see that in the center of this group of sky sharks is an incredibly large sky shark. This one seems to be almost probably triple the size of the other ones. It seems... It looks big enough that it could eat several of the smaller ones if it chose to do so. You might perhaps call this one a sky megalodon. And they all are just swimming through the sky towards you, flying, twisting, doing spins. It is a flock of sky sharks. One might call it a sharknado. Not unless we piss them off. That's not yet. We haven't reached there yet, Kyle. Don't do this to me. I was going to suggest that we try to conduct them into spinning, flying around us in a circle fast enough to make um, air currents that lift us up into the air. Okay. So the sky sharks arrive, led by the megalodon, who speaks and they say, You have called us with the song of our people. Please sing along, and all of the sky sharks begin making horrible noise. Just like some of them are just straight up screaming, other ones are singing like the alphabet song. One of them's rapping, like it's literally just like it doesn't make any sense in any sort of way. None of this matches together. (laughs) I literally cannot wait to hear. I really need you to mix this together. I cannot wait to hear this. Please. I'm gonna please. I'm gonna try something. Thank you. Trust me, I'm gonna try something. Hey, I'm a Sky Shark. Must have been singing so cool. I'm about to take you to this fish school. Hey, <laughs> um, you see, it's funny because fish in groups. Those groups are called schools. That's what makes it a pun and funny. <laughs> We're doing educational rap, everyone. Mackenzie, what was that? Trusted. Some of them were screaming. Yeah. My name is Sky Shark, and I'm here to say, don't you know that Reedan's okay? <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say Reedan's really gay. <laughs> if you read, it makes you gay. That explains it. <laughs> That's why I'm gay. Um, and the Megalodon holds up a fin, and everyone goes silent. The choir goes silent. The Gregorian chanting ends. Willie's crying. That one shark is still rapping, though. Everyone stares at him. Everyone turns to look at the last shark. And the Megalodon goes, Jeffrey, stop. (laughs) We talked about this. We can't keep doing this. (laughs) Not in front of company. Stop. How may we help you? We can't keep doing this. Those who know the ancient song passed down by the elders. How may Just give me a minute, because that was really beautiful. Those who know the ancient so song passed down by the elders. That is Willie, our ambassador. Uh, uh, Hello? It's sand. You're you're full of sand. That's what you're full of at the moment. No, I'm just full of love. <laughs> oh. Hi, I'm Willie. And- Hello, Willie of 
I'm Willie of the Willie of the I don't know Willie of the Willy Lady Leaves. How may we help you all? I got this, okay? Willie of the together. Lady Leaves. You got this, Willie. How got may this. we help I you like, all? Rub his back. You can do it. Okay. Hi. Um. So we we're just trying to get across the canyon right here, and we just really need your help because we're like ground bound, and our ship can't really fly or do anything like that. And we were really hoping that we could try to get you to help us get across the canyon. And I'm thinking about Jeffrey's verse again, and it was really good. <sighs> Uh, and the Megalodon looks at you and they say, Our tribe is old. And you come asking for her help. Sure, I know. Let's get asking for her. That was her easier help. than I thought it'd be. And they look at you and say, Sure, I suggest not? holding on to something. Let's get it done. And hiss and lick. Both look at you and they say, I would uh, well, suggest holding on here. to something. Uh, yeah, so I think we'll be taking our leave of you. Um, this could be it, though. This could be a moment. This is the moment where where one of you can go back and rule and, and take the crown, and the other can venture forth and start their own new kingdom across the lines. This This could be the moment that defines the history of two great kingdoms. Because this here's the moment. <laughs> um, this. <laughs> did you just sing Jekyll and Hyde at me in the middle of this? Yes. Yes, they did. Oh, <laughs> okay, Hoff. The two look at each other and pause for a moment. And Lick says, I think we should settle this how we settle most of our issues, besides the most recent one. And they both hold out the chin of a snake. And hold out the other chin of the snake. And play Mlem Bite. <laughs> it's not Mlem Bite Hiss. Because Hiss is one of them. Yep. It's Mlem Mlem Bite. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Which beats watch. Explain the rules of Mlem Bite <laughs> to me, please. Bite beats Mlem. Because Mlem is sticking out a very delicate piece of your tongue, which could get bitten. Clearly. Lick beats Hiss. Because you just give them a gentle lick on the cheek and they're fine and they're happy. No, it's it's Mlem, not Lick. Lick is one of the... Mlem Mlem beats hit and beats bite. We'll we'll put the rules up for anyone who goes over $5 a month on the Patreon if they really want to understand it. Uh, That's how we got to do that there. Don't lie to them. (laughs) If you get $25 or more, we'll post up the um, ultimate uh, Mlem bite uh, strategy guide. Including optional rules to include tail. Mm-hmm. Yes. And fangs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, they play a classic game of Mlem Bite. <laughs> and you can see that they keep tying. They keep tying over and over again. And then suddenly, it happens. Lick has placed Mlem. And our good friend Hiss has played <laughs> Lick has won. But what did they win? Lick will receive the kingdom. And Hiss will start 
his own. The two siblings, identical in everything except rulership and gender, give each other hugs, and Lick descends from the ship on a staircase of snakes who create themselves into an even larger mech. Snack and run across the dunes back towards their kingdom. Squeak, 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 squeak. <laughs> and Hiss looks at you all and says, It seems that I'm a part of your group for now. And the Megalodon looks down and says, I have no idea what's going on, but okay. <laughs> you get used to it after a while, frankly. Willie's crying again. It's just so beautiful. I have no idea what's going <laughs> on, but wondering okay. how exactly to hold on. Well, Sprite, you don't have to worry much longer. Um, <laughs> oh, God. What happens is, is that the Megalodon begins to fly, swim through the air up above the ship, and then they look down to all of their people and they say, Come, children. Let us fly! And they begin to sing the song of their people as the Megalodon begins to spin in a circle faster and faster above your ship. And all of the little sharks begin to fly around you until the sand lifts off the ground and your ship lifts off the ground and you become a Sky Sharknado. Yep. God. Lady says, wow, a shark hurricane. A shark cane Yes, a shark cane A shark shark cane I don't like the fact that my wheels are not on the ground. And that's where we end the episode. Hey everyone, it's Russ. We hope you're enjoying our Hunt for the Geyser miniseries. These episodes were recorded in early 2020 as an experiment that has evolved into the new show format we're exploring in Volume 2, so we'd love to hear your feedback. A big thank you to Mackenzie, Kika, and Gnome for joining us in this four-part adventure with Threadbare. Be sure to check out our show notes to find out where each of our friends are, and as well as where you can get your own copy of Threadbare. This series is edited by the one and only Cole Burkhardt. Cole is joining us as we move forward as our regular editor, and we hope you enjoy his work just as much as we do. In early 2021, keep an eye out for our information on our Kickstarter. We have so much planned, and it won't be possible without your support. Cole's editing is just a taste of what's coming in the new year, including episode transcriptions, rotating guests, new custom art, and music. The Hunt for the Geyser is the beginning of a new Prison Pals. In the meantime, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so by purchasing the Quest RPG. We are no longer going to be playing Quests, so our code PRISONPALS, in all caps, will only be active through Q1 of 2021. So we hope you'll get your copy from their new website, adventure.game. You can also donate to our show through Patreon and Ko-fi. And just like everything else, our show notes have info on how to do that. Be sure to check out our friends over at Heartbeat Dice if you want some amazing Pride-themed gaming merch. Make sure to use the code PRISONPALS, all caps once again, to get 10% off your purchase. They continue to make amazing products and we love supporting them. 
If you'd like to be a part of our community, you can join our Discord or follow us on Twitter. These are the best places to keep up to date on all things Prison Pals, including the upcoming Kickstarter. I'll see you soon, and Happy New Year!